Good morning and welcome to Market Watch Live. Guys, I'm so glad that you decided to join us again today because, boy, do we have a great episode for you. Guys, we're going to be going into the weekend with some motivation. I got a great thought for you at the end of this episode, so stay tuned. So make sure you guys stay tuned all the way to the end. You're not going to want to miss this. Guys, we're also going to be talking about some big news in the headlines across the country today, and that's the announcement of the second headquarters for Amazon. So far, they've narrowed their list down to 20 cities. So we're going to be talking about that, what it could possibly be doing for those local economies, and much more. All right, so switching gears here for just a second, a little piece of housekeeping. Guys, I want to get this information out to as many people as possible, and the only way that that is going to happen is if I get your help by you guys going and leaving a rating and review. Head on over to iTunes. Tell us what we're doing right. I want to make sure that we're giving you guys the absolute best value that we can. So that's all I got for you right now, guys. Let's go ahead and head over to the show. Welcome to Market Watch Live, the one place where you can find up-to-date information about what's moving in your market today. You'll hear daily updates, industry insights, and interviews of top producing business owners, all brought to you by local professionals in your marketplace. I am your host, Brian West, and this is Market Watch Live. So let's go ahead and get started with the big news of the day. So Amazon has released their short list of cities that they're considering for their second headquarters, right? So this is a name of 20 different cities that they might possibly uh, locate HQ2 for Amazon. And let me tell you what a boost that's going to be for those local economies. Right now on the short list, we have Atlanta, Austin, Boston, Chicago, Columbus, Ohio, Dallas, Denver, Indianapolis, Los Angeles, uh, Miami, Montgomery County, Maryland, Nashville, Newark, New York City, uh, Northern Virginia, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Riley, Toronto, and Washington, D.C. So You've got a big list of contenders there, right? I mean, last year, Amazon received bids from 238 cities and regions from across 54 states, province, districts, and territories across North America. The company said that it would make its decision this year. And, you know, these new facilities will cost at least $5 billion to construct and operate and will create as many as 50,000 high-paying jobs. So getting from 238 to 20 was very tough, and all those proposals showed tremendous enthusiasm and creativity. This is what Holly Sullivan of Amazon's public policy said in a statement. Through this process, we learn about many new communities across North America that we will consider as locations for future infrastructure, investment, and job creation. See, Amazon said Thursday that it evaluated each of the bids based on the criteria if 
it previously outlined, such as proximity to a major airport, ability to attract tech talent, and a suburban or urban area with more than 1 million people. In the coming months, the company said it will work with each of the locations to dive deeper into the proposals, obtain more information, and evaluate how the city could accommodate Amazon's hiring plans and benefits its workers and the local community. So, a couple of the big ones that got on there list was Toronto. Now, Toronto is a growing tech hub right now. Um, now. It was one of the only cities outside the U.S. on the list. Toronto recently announced a partnership with Sidewalk Labs. Um, I don't know if we remember this. It's a, an urban inventions company owned by Google's parent company, Alphabet, to build a futuristic neighborhood. Basically, this is uh, neighborhood's transportation will be prioritized around walking, cycling, and shared electric vehicles. And there will be greater effort uh, around reducing pollution, uh, commute times, and basically just improving the weather through these different green programs. Um, you know, I mean, so there's not really too much surprise there. Um, one of the other cities that made the list was Atlanta. Now, Atlanta was the number one pick of the gambling site Patty Power and Sperling's Best Places. So, I mean, Moody's listed Atlanta's second best behind Austin. Um, experts say Atlanta's cost of living talent pool and access to the world's busiest airport make it an attractive option, but one major downside is the traffic congested around Atlanta. And I mean, if you've ever been there, if you think Dallas or Houston are bad, I mean, spend a day in At uh, Atlanta. <laughs> so the other contender that we have right now is Austin. Now, the interesting thing about Austin is, as you guys remember, uh, towards the latter part of last year, Amazon actually uh, bought out Whole Foods. Uh, and so, I mean, that makes Austin a prime contender because it's home to Amazon's Whole Foods. The city already has a booming tech sector, and giants like Apple, Google, Facebook, and Microsoft have offices there already. So meanwhile, while there's 425,000 college students in the region, according to the Austin Chamber of Commerce, which would give uh, Amazon a strong base for recruiting new employees. So a good, strong college student base is just probably putting Austin towards the top of the list. Um, you know, there's a couple other cities that made it in there. One of the main ones that I wanted to speak about today, though, that uh, I thought would be interesting if this ended up happening is uh, Chicago. What if Chicago has chosen, right? There was an article that I came across that echoed this point brilliantly. It was written by Jessica LaGrange in the uh, Crane's Chicago Business Journal, and the title of the article was Why Small Businesses Should Root for Amazon's HQ2. The point that this article drives at is that by bringing in a large company like Amazon that would be needing 50,000 or so new high-paying employees will bring a jumpstart back to a somewhat stalled real estate market in the Chicago area. Now, this will trickle down beyond that because it's going to affect your builders, your carpenters, your plumbers, your uh, tradesmen in general, as well as different retailers because when people move into a new area, there's always moving expenses that include purchasing new things. So we're going to have a trickle-down effect that's going to impact the Chicago economy and really spur it back into growth. So I thought it was an absolutely beautiful piece. If you guys uh, get a minute and can go through and read it, it's going to lay out Chicago's benefit if Amazon was to move there. So 
moving on beyond this, guys, I told you at the beginning of the episode that I had a little bit of motivation for you, okay? This came to me when I was really just kind of going through a tough time uh, not too long ago, and this is the thought, the story that I came across that portrayed the thought of obstacles, why you can't let obstacles be something that prevents you from doing what you want to do, all right? So the way the story goes is that there was once a very wealthy and curious king. This king had a huge boulder placed in the middle of a road, and then he hid nearby to see if anyone would try to move the gigantic rock from the road. The first people to pass by were some of the king's wealthiest merchants and courtiers. Rather than moving it, they simply walked around it. A few loudly blamed the king for not maintaining the roads, but not one of them tried to move the boulder. So finally, a peasant came along. His arms were full of vegetables. When he got near the boulder, rather than simply walking around it as the others had, the peasant put down his load and tried to move the stone to the side of the road. It took a lot of effort, but he finally succeeded. And when he did, the peasant gathered up his load and was ready to go on his way when he saw a purse lying in the road where the boulder had been. The peasant opened the purse, and lo and behold, the purse was stuffed full of gold and a note from the king. The king's note said, that the purse's gold was a reward for moving the boulder from the road. The king showed the peasant what many of us never understand, and this was what I took away from it, and this is what I've started to try and embody in my actions, in my thoughts going forward, and that's that every obstacle presents an opportunity to improve your condition. Wherever you are, whenever you face an obstacle, it's a chance for you to improve. It's a chance for you to grow, for you to move forward. So you got to look at obstacles in a positive light. Otherwise, they will start to tear you down. So going into the week, I want you guys to think this one thought. Every obstacle, every struggle, every problem that comes your way is a new opportunity to improve your condition. Guys, I want to thank you again for tuning into Market Watch Live. Head over to iTunes, leave us a rating and review. Let us know what we're doing right. I want to keep doing good by you and bringing you value. So, hope you all have an absolutely wonderful day. Have a great weekend. 